0: Non-stop talk radio, streaming 24 hours a day. TalkZone.com TalkZone.com Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Here's the question. How can anybody who truly understands karma still believe in, number one, uh, that you can be a victim, or number two, that you can avert it by simply meditating? How can anybody that truly understands karma believe that?
1: See, a lot of what karma is like, like you have transgressed, and somehow you need to learn, go through the thing backwards the other way and come out and learn what you transgressed in. And You usually don't get that by going in deep, although that could certainly assist it. It seems like, let's say you you are a person that loses your temper and, and hurts people. Well, perhaps the way you can learn and perhaps the fastest way you can learn is to have a time where you're in a weakened state and people lose their temper and hurt you rather than meditating.
0: This article came out of I don't know what magazine. but
1: Rather than just meditating.
0: It is an article called Why Bad Things Happen to Good People and it's written by Linda Johnson. Linda Johnson has uh written some lovely things we sometimes quote out of her another book of hers lost masters and it's a wonderful it's a great book so great book so that made me even more interested in reading this article because I thought wow she might have a really good grasp on this however as i read it i thought this isn't this, this is way not right you know when you really understand karma and when you really understand the brilliance of the universe, which is truly off the charts brilliant, then you begin to realize that there's never any victim. There's just there are never any victims. People are not victims. They are they are embracing difficult karma, I'm not saying it's fun or easy or nice, but it is critical. So
1: instead of saying somebody's a victim If you had a higher consciousness and reality of the thing, you might say somebody's in a uh, balancing adjustment. They're not a victim. They're in a balancing adjustment. It's not very fun. might be horrendous, but right now they're in a balancing adjustment. They're not a victim.
0: You know, uh, a familiar name to most folks is Betty Eady, who wrote the book Embraced by the Light, and she spent in a near-death experience... About eight hours of Earth time with Jesus, scooting her around the universe, educating her in a number of ways to prepare her to do the rest of her mission while she's on Earth, and then she came back. Much of that conversation has not been shared with the public that I know of. However, one very important piece made it into her book, Embraced by the Light. And what Jesus said was this. If you bring all religions together and embrace them all together you will have a glimmer of the truth well what that means is that there's truth there's fractions uh, factions of truth in all religions and no one religion has it all and you know we really have to realize that about religions they're like an opportunity to grow further but they're not the end all be all God's the end-all, be-all. You don't even need a religion to get to God, although you can use a religion to get to God. God is beyond religions, and no single religion will take you all the way. So here we have some of the Hindi beliefs that the ancient Hindi, uh, ancient yoga master Patanjali, codifier of the Yoga Sutra, tells us. Painful events which are destined to occur can, however, be averted. It says YS2, verse 16.
1: Is that Patanjali? Is that that the name Patanjali?
0: Yes, it is. I bet I slaughtered it, didn't I? Thank you. He recommended yoga practice in general and meditation in in particular as the best means to clear our karmic baggage and to short-circuit any bad (laughs) Karma that be may be headed our way, <laughs> you know meditation just isn 't enough to cut it it just isn't enough to cut it. You can meditate till you 're blue in the face and you will not avert your negative karma and i 'm going to explain why in just a minute. The next thing he says is these days. A host of skillful means are prescribed by yogis, priests, and therapists to help balance our karmic accounts. These include selfless service, self-discipline, cultivating cultivating a pure and loving heart, and increased self-awareness. Well, that will help. That will certainly help. But here's the bottom line. When we have a karmic account, a negative karmic account, that we owe karma, we owe karma because a part of our soul hasn't learned appropriate behavior in the overall cosmic world. So this means that a part of your soul, either on a soul level or in a past life, or even a life on another planet somewhere, whatever, somewhere, in the history of your soul, your soul has been doing behavior based on a pattern in your soul that is inappropriate behavior. Therefore, your soul needs to have experiences brought to him or her that will force it to learn that that isn't the behavior you can do. So, if... If that is, So the whole point of karma, you know, the whole point of karma, karma is actually our lessons. It's the same word. Karma and lessons are the same thing. So the whole point of karma is that we t- retrain our soul in new directions. We teach our soul that behavior doesn't work. You can't do that anymore. That's the process of transformation where we transform A pattern in our soul so that our soul says, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Why did I do that?
1: That's a terrible thing to do.
0: It's a terrible thing to do. I should have never done that. And surely, surely I will never, ever do that again. Oh, my God, I am so sorry. Truly. What was I thinking? Yeah. Now, that has to happen in you and in your soul. When you get to that point, then your soul has gone, boy, no way will I ever do that again. You can torture me to death and I won't do that again. I know better. Now you're transformed. Now how on earth can simply meditating get you to that place? How can it do that? How can you just meditate and suddenly, miraculously, your soul has gotten it to the depth of its cores that it has done a bad thing? Mind you, how many folks out there, how many of you folks meditate for bliss? How many of you are meditating just so that you can go out and experience a wonderful bliss or deep peace, you know, or all that kind of stuff? You know, that isn't let me chase down my dark sides and transform them. That isn't what people are using. Let me let me use this meditation so that I can get right with life. A, a lot of bliss
1: chasers are indulgent oriented. It is not a noble thing. And uh, there's quite a few, not, pro, not a majority by any means, but there's quite a few med- meditators that are looking for the bliss. Uh, there's some looking for an escape. You know, meditation is a wonderful thing, but the more you use these things for the right reason, I mean... You want to balance your life. You want to be responsible for your life. You want to take care of yourself. You want to meditate. You want to pray. You want to pursue wiser ways of being. And and that's what gets you somewhere. Deal with your issues.
0: You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Fridays and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN.
1: All of these help each other, like dealing with your issues helps everything else. Meditating helps everything else. Being responsible for yourself, taking care of yourself helps everything else. Things like yoga or just anything that's healthy or wholesome or right for you, eating right, all of those
0: helps all the other
1: pieces of your life.
0: But none of them will replace transforming karma and transforming uh, patterns that have drawn negative karma to you. For that, you must go in, you must see what you have done, and then you must choose never to do that again.
1: I don't see very often people moving forward without a strong intent to get it right or get better or change or a strong remorseness about being a wayward way. You know, if you don't have that in your heart, I don't see many people taking the next step.
0: And if you want to use meditation to avert karma or have any clue of it, you better use it to dig in and find where it is you need to be transforming your soul because that's the only way meditation is going to help you at all. It certainly isn't going to help you if you're simply looking for peace. You know, this is why yesterday we were talking about meditation and suggesting to use it to get clarity on why we have the difficulties in our life. You know, for instance, let's say
1: you're a drug addict or an addict of any kind of sort that you, uh, like Bill Clinton, a sex addict, or, you know, whatever it would be, you're addicted to it. And you know you're in trouble, and so let's say you want to deal with it. Let's say you honestly admit I got a problem here, God, help me," and you meditate, you go into a deep silence, and then you know eventually off and on you'd go, "Help me, deal with this, show me the answer, and then you go into a deep, centered place, help me deal with this and you you simply have that intent, which is like a prayer. You're asking help, that's your intent set strongly, and then you go into a space of balancing and centering and stilling by which you can be moved, inspired, quickened, healed, or whatnot, and then piece by piece of that consistency and that sincerity of prayer, you can seemingly miraculously be taken out of something that owned you or you didn't own yourself, And that will be a wonderful blessing at that time. But this kind of thing can work. You just gotta lay on it.
0: There are way, way, way too many stories of, of people get, you know, angels intervening. Uh, people, you know, the next door neighbor's house gets completely flattened in an earthquake or in a tsunami or in a tornado, but yours doesn't in a fire story after story after story we've all heard them you've all heard them all over the place since you've heard those stories over and over and over again how is it that you can imagine that if that's happening that there can be accidents how is it that one house is burned but the next one isn't how does that happen You know, I've I've had in my own life enough times where the angels are there to protect me. You know, this doesn't mean I get protected all the time, but sometimes I do. And why are they there? Because that particular accident wasn't on my path
1: and it's not because you're misbehaving
0: or off track it's something that's not that you're not deserving but still trying point yeah if you're not deserving it it doesn't happen if you are deserving it it does
1: happen and time to take a look at why because you know that's the question you're, you're missing something and sometimes it's invisible it's a subconscious thing that went was off in a past life or earlier this life that's still subconsciously running your life And you got to go find it. And, you know, you find it and you can correct it.
0: You know, it's kind of interesting. People talk about soulmates. Usually it's like, oh, cool, romantic soulmates. And this is my perfect mate. And people do find their perfect mate. And they are often soulmates. But that isn't all that soulmates are. Soulmates are a wide variety of things. And it's kind of interesting. They write in here about how the karmic web is fantastically complex and intertwined, and it's really true. And what's true about soulmates also, besides being the perfect mate, and, well, you know, this is also the perfect mate. It's just a broader definition. And the broader definition is is that the perfect mate is also somebody who comes in and helps you to work through your karma. <laughs> that's right. Your it perfect is right. mate is the
1: right person for where you're at right now in your
0: life. Whatever that means. If you have a soul pattern, you know, uh, that needs to be worked through, then the perfect mate is going to help you to do that even if it's ugly. I mean, that's yeah. also what soulmates are about. That is also what karma is all about. I remember, you know, we've done, uh, told a story before that we ran into uh, in, in the news of this uh, married couple that had had years and years and years of the wife psychologically battering the husband, and the husband just um, taking it, taking it, taking it, taking it, until 20 years into it, he explodes. He just beats the hell out of her. Completely uncharacteristic, but all of a sudden it just uncorked. It just uncorked. He stuffs her in a garbage can and leaves just sure that she'll die. Leaves her for dead. Well, she survived. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I mean, oh, that's none awful. of this, none of this is pretty. Oh. But you know, what we did was, was very interesting. Keith used his tuning in, uh, psychic soul abilities and tuned in on these people because their names are there. And he discovered some very interesting things. This husband in a past life was, uh, did the same psychological abuse that his wife was doing to him. Constantly, He would, in a past life, I don't know if it was with her or not, but he would batter, 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 batter psychologically for years. I mean, it was just the soul pattern in him. So what did he earn in this lifetime? He earned that pattern so he could experience what it feels like. So on his point, he should have not gone silent and uh, tolerated all those years. But I'll tell you, if he would have said, Somehow, if you could have gotten the information, wow, this is familiar, I used to do this, oh my God, this feels awful, I hate it, what are you going to do about it, well, I'm not going to ever do that again, and you have to keep enduring it until it's transformed deep in your soul that would have reverted this whole thing. He would have been responsible for why that was in his life and none of the rest of it would have happened.
1: Just realizing that everything happens for a reason is a huge key. It'll turn everything around right there.
0: You begin looking for that instead of being blaming and victimed. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Thanks for being with us. We will be right back. Ever wonder what a spiritual path is? maybe you're on one right now take mastering ourselves host keith and charme amber's free quiz find it if you're on a spiritual path find out at www.masteringourselves.com you'll be amazed at all the nooks and crannies that make up a spiritual path keith and charme amber specialize in delivering unique usable and easy to understand life transforming information that can bring you inner freedom and peace Go to www.masteringourselves.com. Don't forget to take the free quiz. Jumpstart your spiritual path today.